all trainers and Pokemon enthusiasts. Introducing Go Battlecast, your weekly fix for all things Pokemon Go and Pokemon. Get the unfiltered, raw truth on the game, culture, and community. So, let the battle begin. Here are your hosts, Zach Duarte and Dominic Zingali. And we're back for another episode of the Go Battlecast podcast, episode 016, as Dom would write. 016, just kidding, it's episode 16, uh, day after Christmas is when we're recording this. It'll come out on Monday, but we have a, a special guest today, as we like to do on this podcast. We like to to feature content creators and, and people around the game as well. Um, if you haven't seen this guy's content, first of all, he's on Twitch every day at 12 noon, I believe. I, I believe that's right. And also, uh, very, very, very fun YouTube channel, Daniel Zaniri. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I know it's the holiday season and it's hard to commit time to something like this, but thanks so much for, for taking the time to join us this week. And uh, love your stuff, man. Love your stuff, Daniel. Well, first, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Uh, I appreciate it. And I know, yeah, our, our times didn't sync up the last week. And then this week, I almost didn't sync up. But luckily, we figured it out. So I'm happy to be here. And you said my name just fine, actually. So Beautiful. that is totally fine the way you said it. I think it's a it's a very important thing to get people's names right. But uh, let, let, let's start here. And uh, I, I'm sure that Dom can attest to this. But I, I think that your production, in terms of your videos, just go to your to Daniel's YouTube page. It's Daniel. Daniel Zaniri, that's uh, Daniel. It's Z Y N I R I, right? Z N Y I R I. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Daniel yeah. And and uh, I actually saw this video today because I was just you know doing some research and I watch all your videos, but I hadn't seen like your introduction video. It, it's like a one minute video. It's freaking hilarious, man. You have like a, a a woman kicking a water bottle into your chest. I mean, the production that goes into your videos is probably i would say just the most entertaining on youtube like talk about that for a second and and dom like you can get in on this because you're you're a, a content creator in terms of making videos as well like the way that you do your videos daniel is completely different than, than what i've seen most people do on youtube who have you know a regular screen um so just talk about that and and how you started making your videos to be so different from everybody else's well, thank you for that, but I appreciate it because, uh, you know, I mean, I love when people point out things uh, and I love entertaining people. So that's where it all started. And I feel like YouTube is uh, is a little bit of a weird place. I'm not like a per se a YouTube main. If mm -hmm. I would have to like pick right. something like, you know, like I don't like to draw on grass holes, for, that, for example, or charm holes. So I don't I'm not like a YouTuber, I should say, Correct. even though that's where I want to have as far as like the the passive income and everybody's goal, you know, eventually to make it on YouTube. But all that being said, since you mentioned the content and everything is Twitch and there, and, and it could be YouTube too, or Facebook or whatever the future are going to bring. But what my point is live streaming. So I really think that Pokemon Go has something really special for it as far as for live streaming, mm -hmm. because if you go onto YouTube and go into anybody's chat, you can go into someone's chat that, that doesn't stream YouTube. It could be I mean, YouTube, Pokemon Go. It could be somebody who is super popular with thousands of viewers, and he may have less chat interactions than a Pogo streamer who has one to 200 viewers 
because that's how much you can connect with uh, during Pogo. So that's why I really wanted to jump in. And then, of course, I just wanted to separate myself with, you know, the cool content. Yeah, it's it's again, if, if you haven't seen it, go check out Daniel Zaniri's uh, YouTube channel, Twitch, also uh, a Twitter as well. And check them out there. Or if you want, on our tw- uh, Twitter page, Dom, I posted just the six second clip. I, I can't. I, I've watched it. 15 times in the last two hours. And I even pulled up today. I said, Dom, Dom, you have to see this. And it's just the girl kicking the water bottle into your chair. <laughs> I can't. I can't <laughs> stop watching it. Um, so go go check it out there. Um, now, I do want to get into everybody's Christmas real quick, but I did want to introduce Daniel um, for, for um, you know, again, it's the holiday season and, and I'm sure that, that everybody's spending time with family. So for him to take the time to join us around uh, this time of the year, it, it does mean a lot to, to guys like us. But... Uh, Christmas, did anybody get anything? Uh, we'll start with you, Dom. Did you get anything Pokemon-related for Christmas? Because I'm a 35-year-old guy, so at the point, you know, I'm at the point where I'm getting Pokemon stuff, uh, and it's like, yeah, I, 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 I'm happy with it, but I don't want anybody else to know. <laughs> well, yeah, you got your special birthday. Yeah, but I don't think he... Uh, I had a Pokemon-themed birthday party, yeah, Daniel. He, he yes. did, he did, but I don't... Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming he got a couple stuff for Christmas, but no, I, I recommended the game for Christmas, and I didn't get it. I didn't get nothing what? Pokemon. Nothing Pokemon. Oh, my god! Nothing Pokemon, but... Um, I did get the shiny Stantler when I was driving to my parents' oh, house on okay. Christmas Day, so I guess that's the closest thing I'm going to get, but that's it. Uh, Daniel, did you get anything Pokemon-related or themed for Christmas? I was trying to think if that was anything, but... Uh, oh, yeah, one, just one thing. One card was Pokemon-based card from from somebody who, who doesn't even watch my content. Well, you, you got a card? Like a, like a yeah, Christmas just, card? Just a bird, uh, well, my birthday was on December, but so I got a Pokemon birthday card, and then... Also for my uh, for Christmas, I got a Christmas card that was also like you open it up and all the Pokemon pops out of it. Oh, basically. okay, that's cool. That's cool. Wait, that's hold it, on. but hold, nothing, no gift. Hold on a second. When is your birthday though? Yeah, uh, December four. Okay, so that's enough time for you to still get birthday gifts and Christmas gifts, yep. right? Because I've always wondered what's the statue <laughs> of limitations before it's too close and people just give you one gift. No, we don't do it in our family. We do double. Okay. We double it up. We double it up. Because like, if your birthday's why, why, Christmas, when is your birthday? No, it's not my birthday. My sister's birthday is two days before Christmas, so we we double. We actually just came back from the party. Okay, so yeah, we doubled up. I was just making sure because you know, I, I there are some people whose birthdays fall on Christmas or the days before or after, and I I I, I don't know. I I'd feel like I don't have to give that person two gifts. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a Snorlax plushie. Wow. And I think that I want to bring it for our episodes. Like from now on, we can have like, you know, some kind of decorations for even though there's no video to this and maybe one day there will be. But just for us, you know, because right now we're in a basement. Yes. In Florida. You heard that right. Yep. And uh, I thought that it would be because I have if if you've seen my car, I have five Pokemon plushies in my car. I have a Pokeball. I have Trico. I have I have a couple others. I can't remember. But this one is too big. It's Snorlax. Like it's, the Snorlax is not a small <laughs> plushie, you know. So I think I'll bring it in here for us to uh, to decorate the Go Battlecast podcast. But um, again, Daniel Zaneri joining us here on the Go Battlecast podcast. Check out his YouTube, Twitch, and uh, Twitter page as well. You're almost at 10k subs, so we got to get you there. I think what you're 500 away, just about. Daniel, is that right? Yep, that's about right. Sounds right. All right, so we got to get Daniel to uh, to ten thousand followers on YouTube, so then we can uh, <laughs> we can we can 
have him on again because we're like we did that for you we got you to and i don't know if we're gonna get him 500 people but <laughs> well, well i think i think the push that we could have had if we known his birthday was early in december was to have ryan swag actually sing happy birthday because oh, he, he sung me happy birthday yeah, that's right we, yeah that's he right. was very happy to sing you happy birthday so yeah if we would have known yeah well now we know mental but, note now and, mental and, note and we know <laughs> daniel you you've reached legend rank the last few the last season or no because uh, are we going to see you in orlando for the uh regional championships or what so I will be definitely there in Orlando, but every season I've reached legend, but last season. Oh no. So last season, <laughs> last season, my goal was is to hit legend, not using any meta Pokemon and any meta teams. Yikes. And uh, I'm not that good of battlers to begin with. And last season, the heat was up. Everybody was using straight up meta teams and Pokemon. And, and I got to 29, 29, 30, oh, I think. And that was the highest. And, uh, and I, I tanked to like 2200 in like a few days and then i got back up to 2888 i believe on like the last day and then i was like all right this season is out but i still didn't break my promise of not using meta teams or meta pokemon that whole season You're, he's <laughs> a man of his word i have faith that season in season 10 daniel you'll you'll hit it and if not i think there are other <laughs> qualifications for for orlando but you're you're close by anyway so uh even if even if you haven't qualified i expect to see you there um because yeah, it, orlando what it said online is that it's it's first first is uh is legends and after that right. is rank nines i mean uh experts so Unless it's completely full with legends, but I don't think it's going to be filled up completely with legends. So I'm pretty sure either way, I'm going to be there because I'm not going to miss out. You know what I mean? Well, I have multiple <laughs> accounts, so uh, I'm just I'm, I'm just kidding. I've wondered, about, I've wondered about that. Like, if I hit if I hit expert with two accounts, like, can I show up with both accounts? How does this work? You're going to walk in and then walk out and then walk right back. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the regional championships that are, I I, I believe they're presumed to be in Orlando April 1st. And then you would qualify yeah. for the world championships in London. Um, so, yeah. and I, I hit legend last season with my main account and I have a second account that I use pretty often. And we can get into why I have multiple accounts. I, I don't care that it violates terms of service. Um, but it, it, can I? Do you think I can show up with two? Do I need like a wig? I'm bald. I can wear uh, you know some kind of toupee <laughs> Just or cross dress or something. Yeah, so I could I could do this. I could pull this off because then I have double the chance of winning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if that's gonna be. A, that's an interesting question. I never. I haven't thought of that until right now. Because I do have I do have multiple accounts that I play with, but well, well, is it registered by what kind of account? Is it based on Google or? I have one on Facebook I'm and one on Google. I'm smart. I, okay, I diversify. So so if it's too different, but technically you're not violating the terms oh! because the terms are like, you know, but I mean, I don't know about Niantic because Niantic might have different terms. Well, Niantic usually... violates the terms of our life every day. So it's going, to, yeah, exactly. it's going to be, did you buy the lure box or not? No, no, I won't buy anything. Um, I, I, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you know, but I found out before the show that Daniel is, you're a day one player of Pokemon Go. Is that correct? Yeah, and then, but a very long story, if you want to hear it, is that, so when it first came out, I had an account, and then I was like, ah, dude, I, I'm really not into catching, by the way. I'm all about battling, when I learned when it first came out that it's not uh, about battling, and I didn't know when it's going to, battle going to be introduced, which was like, not for like five more years. I was like, all right, screw it. So I just want to test out how much, what can I do? I downloaded one of those bots back in the day, and I maxed out their account with millions of Stardust, all the Pokemon and everything. And of course, that one got banned. And uh, but I, I didn't even I didn't plan on doing anything with it, so that was just like uh, a side whatever. Okay. And then when I heard Go Battle League is back, I registered a new account and I started fresh just two years ago. 
Okay. Okay. So how long were you, was there, was there a gap between when your account was banned and when you started again? Like how long was that gap? Oh yes. So, so from day one of release, uh, uh, I, I played, I think six months. And then after that, when I, like I said, I, I turned into that thing just to test out whatever it is online. And then after that, I never touched the game until like two years from today. Okay. okay. So like two, two years ago, I rejoined the game. So there's the there, Metal League started basically. Yeah. So there's a sizable gap from yep. like, you weren't really following the game then. Yep. Okay. So that's like, that's like you, Dom. Yeah. Well, which I was going about to say was that's when you started the whole YouTubing thing was two years ago. I'm assuming that's when you actually start with the new account with Go Battle League because I started in just 2020, January. And that's when we kind of met because I think I found you first on YouTube because I was like, ah, I should start doing YouTube content. If I'm going to be so busy doing these games, why not just like two kill, kill two birds with one stone and just, you know, YouTube, Twitch and play the game all at the same time. And that's kind of how we yep. met because, you know, we were having some technical difficulties. We're helping each other out. And then next thing you know, I mean, this guy here has been playing every day for two years ago and boom, t- almost 10,000 followers later. It's, Damn. It's awesome though. <laughs> but but what, yeah, but, but did you actually, that's when you actually started doing this channel, right? It was right when you started yep. the account? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. All right, so then uh, maybe he's not familiar with the the change in the gym system when they went from a hundred coins a day to fifty, or maybe when you, when you first played no, the no, game. I, I know all that. But yeah, yeah, that's when I became free to play. I yeah. said, "Fuck you, Niantic! <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting my money anymore." And it's to this day, you know, I'll buy like a ticket to an event or something. But yeah, I just uh, I do not put money in their pockets. So I like Dom's the guy. He'll buy the dollar thing on community day. Yeah. He's that guy, you know? <laughs> so um, anyways, anyways, again, check out Daniel on Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Daniel Zaneri. Uh, just some really, really fun content. And if you watch YouTube, I watch YouTube just, you know, I have a break from work or I, I, I'm eating a meal by myself. I'll watch something on YouTube. And uh, his videos are probably just the most well-produced videos of, of all the content creators out there. Um, also on our Twitter page on the go battlecast Twitter page and feel free to let me know if you have any opinion on these names we are officially naming my Alolan Geodude level 51 we're uh, I think we're about one day away from it being level 51 Alolan Geodude shiny uh, 98 IV we have some nicknames on our Twitter our Twitter poll we have meatball I'm not a fan of that at all I hope that doesn't win we have the dude which I hope wins and then somebody <laughs> submitted Harry Sachs, which I really hate. I really, really hate. But it's because like Geodude has those little itty bitty hairs on his head. I really hate that name. And of course, it's winning on the poll. So I really hope I don't have to name my Geodude Harry Sachs. But uh, anyways, do you have a preference there, Daniel, in terms of those nicknames for my Alolan Geodude? I, I will share it and recommend that name as well on my Twitter if you want. Wait, which na- which name? The, the, the hairy sack you said, Oh, right? see, now I don't want you to share it on your Twitter <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Harry Sacks to win. I don't understand why the dude is not winning. I knew if I put Harry Sacks in the poll, it was going to win. I knew it. Yep. So I tried to spell Sacks differently than it would normally be. I spelled it S-A-C-H-S. <laughs> it's still winning. <laughs> Damn it. I'm really going to have to do this. This is uh, this is annoying. I worked hard at that level 51 Alolan Geodude. Anyways, go to the Go Battlecast podcast. It'll be up for about another day or so. Go to our Twitter page, Go Battlecast, and cast your vote on my Alolan Geodude nickname. All right. So in-game, uh, we are in the middle of the holiday event. 
Uh, I got to tell you, I am really enjoying this event. I've enjoyed the Holiday Part 1 and the Holiday Part 2. It's got a little bit of everything. Pokemon that are not really available year-round, except for maybe you know Snover or Snow Runt. But uh, I'm I'm catching some Cryogonals. I'm catching some Bergmites. Uh, yeah, I just I like this event overall. A good level five raid boss is a good level three. You have the um, the holiday Glaceon. Yep. Which is uh, that's pretty cool. You know, I'm a fan of the interesting themed Pokemon, like the the Halloween Drift Blim was pretty cool. Right. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So, uh, I, I don't know. I like this event overall. And now, I think they announced today that from the 27th to the 30th in Go Battle League and the Holiday Cup, which I haven't been doing, you will get triple Stardust if you compete in the Holiday Cup. So, I'm I'm wondering if, if that only applies to holiday or if I can go in the Ultra League and still get triple stardust. So uh, I think it's only holiday. Well, I was, that sucks. I was only seeing the comments and people are like, why not for other leagues? And, you know, oh, triple and stardust. We used to have that before. Not, yeah, not only that, but it's it's not, you don't get the, the end rewards as triple either. It's only the, the dust itself, So yeah. which is also like a, a double cross. Okay, Plus so the not reason really I think, go ahead. No, go ahead, Daniel. I was going to say, I think the reason why they're doing this is because I don't know about you guys, but the queue times have been horrendous. And when there are like three leagues mm -hmm. and I almost feel like they try to force people more with like these things to to play in one league. So the queue times are not as bad. OK, I hadn't I hadn't thought of that. Um, I have not been playing Holiday Cup very much. I've been doing my Ultra League remix. Uh, we hit veteran the other day, so we're happy. We're happy. We're climbing. But, uh, you know, I'm always down for triple Stardust rewards, so I might have to. And, and look, I can use my Alolan Geodude level 51 in Holiday Cup. So. Maybe I might have to pull some Harry Sacks out and go Battle League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to say that one. I had to say that. But yeah, look, I like I'm I like this event and we compare this to the Dragon Spiral event that was a few weeks ago. And Daniel, we can get your opinion here because you're a day one player as well even though you took a significant break in between. The Dragon Spiral Descent event was basically an event for new players. It, it, it's not something for somebody who's been playing the game for three, four, five years because you've had several community days and the, the community day in December where you have access to these Pokemon and then other events featuring Mareep and featuring Dr Dratini and featuring Trapinch. Whereas this event, the holiday event, you've got Pokemon that you don't see for 11 months of the year, no Delibird, no Cryogonal, um, now you've got Bergmite, which I, I, I highly doubt we'll see in the, it's not even a very popular, it's not even a very, um, frequent Pokemon right now. It's, it, they're not all over the place. You, you have to, you it's know, being sporadic, like sometimes you'll yeah. see a lot and sometimes you just don't see it at all. It's yeah. really weird. Right. So uh, do we, do we have the audio? Yeah. All right. So this is what trainer tips had to say on his YouTube about, this is the, this is the new year's event. We haven't gotten to the new year's event, but I still feel it, it applied to the dragon spiral descent event. And that's why I like the holiday cup is, is because this, or I'm sorry, the holiday event is because it's an event that, new players can enjoy and also people playing the game for five years. This is what Trainer Tips had to say about the, the New Year's event that's coming up. Doesn't matter if it's the same recycled hat, costumes, two-year-old glasses, last year's joke. It's all worth XP, right? This game just isn't for five-year players anymore. That's really what this is. And it's something that I've like been thinking about a lot lately. This game is just not for 
the people who have been playing since day one anymore. All right. So what he's talking about there is the New Year event uh, information was announced, and it's just a bunch of costume themed Pokemon that we've seen most of already and another slow bro with the 2020 glasses. So that's what he's saying there. But this can apply because you and I talked about this, Dom and Daniel, for free to jump in here. We talked about this a few weeks ago where the Dragon Spiral Descent event, you're just not seeing new spawns. Yeah, sure, if you haven't played the game from day one, this is a great event for you. But for people like me who have been playing since day one, and I haven't, there's not been a significant time where I put the game down. I've been playing this game for five years straight through. It's events like this, the New Year's coming up. Events like the Dragon Spiral Descent event, they're not fun. They don't make me want to play. But this, and that's why I like this holiday event, is because, again, you you can play you can been you can ha, you can have been playing this game for five years or you can have just opened an account yesterday and it's still refreshing with the Pokemon you can get in the wild in the raids in the the weekly quest so on and so forth so yeah I I love that Trainer Tip said that because I'm pretty sure he's in with Niantic and and they gotta stop doing these things where events are not relevant to players who have been playing this game for four or five years and and if I can add to it real quick is is we did this Matt, by the way, so I just want your opinion too. Uh, what do you, and everybody who's listening to this, uh, I would love to hear your opinion as well on Twitter or wherever you guys take feedback. But I would just love to know what you guys think about this because we did the math. So if Niantic would decide to release a new Pokemon every single week uh, for the rest of the, their existence, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and let's say they release it the way they're releasing it now. So first they're releasing it in regular form, right? Then it comes in, let's say, uh, in shiny, then shadow, then shadow shiny, uh, and just that's it. And, and all their forms, like Alola form or whatever forms, like all that for each Pokemon each week, then they would not run out of new Pokemon for nine years <laughs> if there is no new Pokemon being released wow. uh, into the game. But we already know there is new Pokemon with a new game coming in January. Mm-hmm. So that's not true either. So my, my question is to you guys that... Why do you think Viantic is keep rewashing the same crap over and over? Uh, and my thought was when I first thought about it is maybe because Niantic has to pay license fee per Pokemon or something or, or, or they just lazy. I don't know. Uh, and I wanted to ask you guys, what do you guys think? Actually, it's funny. It's interesting you mentioned about the licensing part because I didn't think about that. Maybe there is a contract or something that they have. They only can throw out so many Pokemon at a time. That's actually very interesting. Okay, but then why two, three years ago were they releasing a whole generation at one point? I mean, they could have been part of the contract. I mean, that's but still, that's very interesting. Maybe for the sake of the game and who knows, based on generation, it could be a different terms for, for Pokemon itself because, I don't know, Gen 1 is 25 years old. And it's Maybe it's different than the way that they're doing business now with the new Pokemon or with, with the way they're releasing the games. But I mean, that's kind of interesting. But I think it is kind of a lazy way of just throwing out rehashing new stuff and, and, and stuff of that nature. I mean, well, it's... I, I've said it this way, Daniel. I think that they do not release... or it, It's not the entire generation, but when they released... I remember, I remember Gen 2 release. It was, boom, here's 100 new Pokemon. Except for the legendaries, of course. It was like, boom, there you go. There's the whole gen in one day. <laughs> and the reason they can't do that anymore is because of PvP. <laughs> you can't have yeah. 100 new Pokemon and... You know, for guy for guys like you, Daniel, it's much better to have a new Pokemon every week than to have yeah. eighty of them released at one point because 
you won't be able to catch up on 80 Pokemon worth of content. You like it, it's, <laughs> it'd just be impossible. So I think that's one thing is is keeping the game fresh in terms of PvP. Um, it, it doesn't seem like PvP is a big money maker, but if the sport becomes more of an eSport thing, which is what they're gearing towards in 2022, um, then, then having new Pokemon every week or every two weeks keeps PvP relevant, refreshing, and and new so I, I i don't know why they do it the way they do now i have no problem with it i think it's kind of a little bit better than just releasing 80 at one and then you don't have anything new for almost a year that's how they did it the first year was gen one and i think it was maybe maybe december of 2017 almost 15 months after the, or 16 months after the game had been out then gen 2 came out i'm pretty sure gen 2 came out in december of 2017 i could be wrong but uh, yeah, I mean, they j and then you don't have anything new for a year except for raid Pokemon. That's it. So I think it does keep the game more refreshing. You can have events based around new Pokemon, but I don't like the idea of paywalling Pokemon or raid locking them or egg locking them. Um, raids is one thing to legendary Pokemon. I can understand that, right? But to lock a Pokemon like per se Timber behind eggs and raids only... I hate that idea because in Gen in Unova, in the games black and white, you can catch a timber in the wild. There's no reason to not be able to catch a timber in the game. So yeah, I I, I like the way that they they have been releasing Pokemon as of late, uh, and I think it's it's probably better for guys like you, Daniel, and you, Dom, in terms of your content creation to have new and refreshing and engaging PvP relevant Pokemon released every few weeks. I would rather. I mean, I don't know. I would rather actually have a chaotic pool of oh Pokemon God. coming in. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I just yeah, want, I want chaos and PVP because we, we, we complain about every season, how like, you know, G Fisk is just in every league. We have charmers in every league. We have grass We need, we need new Pokemon. We need new teams and we need new pools to, to go in these Pokemon just to create a new refreshing strategy of the game rather than the ABB line. And now it feels like it's becoming the, the ABA line. So it's, it's, there's not a lot of creativity yet, but I mean, obviously with these new Pokemon, everyone wants to come in and, you know, Home Slice Henry and Yonkis, they'll throw out those, and even throw technical, they'll throw out these Pokemon in like six hours. I'm like ready to go to sleep and they're already posting this shit online. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. We need to have a new system, like Daniel saying, where I think a Pokemon a week is pretty reasonable, but if there's something where it can really stir up mm -hmm. every league and even throwing new moves to different Pokemon, like have Machamp have like 10 different different moves that it knows and you just don't know what you're going to come up against well they're going to save champ. those moves for a, like hey here's my champ with low yeah. kick whatever yeah know? yeah so. the moves I, I the moves alone would help a lot i wish they would actually do that or something uh because that then i mean if you think about it if you if you look at that re releasing old pokemon with new moves like if you add that into the occasion I think we're talking about like over 10 years at that point with how much uh, Pokemon they could release if they release. I mean, one Pokemon a week is 52 Pokemon a year. That's nothing. And if, like we said, we're releasing them with new moves or shiny forms or shadow forms and all that. Uh, I mean, I think this game wouldn't be stale. And since you mentioned, you know, Yonkus and, and Home Size Henry, uh, uh, Yonkus mentions it all the time on Twitter, for example, that how, how the game mid-season, usually mid-season, it feels very stale. And at the end of the season, because no new Pokemons come out or or whatever it is, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like if it was one a week, then at least it would help the game because everybody would be like, 
all right, the weekly Pokemon is coming or whatever. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be not good? And it just new content come around on it. And I don't know. It would be, I, I think it would be just a little bit more fun. I don't think people would like retread Pokemon with new moves. Remember, remember the second That's Charmander true. community day? Nobody liked that. Nobody yeah. liked that. Um, certainly, yeah, it was like a 50 50. It was, it was yeah, a toss I, I don't think turn. so. I think it was more people didn't like it because they, they had just had access to it a year ago almost at that point. And that mm -hmm. was, again, that was the first few months after COVID, and they were still figuring out how to do community days. And we got to give them props for still having them, even without being able to go out in the wild and stuff like that. But um, yeah, look, I, I, going back to this holiday event, I've, I've enjoyed this one. I think this has been a good event, a new Pokemon and Pokemon, especially down here in Florida, guys, because uh, Daniel's down here as well. You don't have access to these Pokemon ever outside of the winter events. There is no snowy weather down here. There's no foggy weather or whatever. So these events, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm harvesting my Delibird candies now. I'm almost at 250XL. It's happening, all right? I don't know when a video is going to happen about it. I just, by the way, I don't do videos, Daniel. I just send my stuff to Dom, and if he wants to do a video, he can. <laughs> um, hopefully, he has a Dunsparce video coming out soon because I've been using that in Holiday Cup, and it's pretty spicy. But uh, I I've enjoyed this event. I want to give Niantic props because when I feel like an event is shitty, I come on this podcast and I say it. But I have really enjoyed the holiday event. I don't know about you guys. I think um, what's been nice the past couple of days, at least, is that getting the distance trade and having, of mm -hmm. course, the XL trading guaranteed for the three months that we have for whatever time we have left. I mean, the past couple of days, one of our local chat, Peter, I mean, every night, 12 midnight, bro, you want to trade? We've been doing it for like the past three days and we've been trading. We've been saving up the snow runs. Like I know he already has an XL um Frostlass and and Glalie. yeah, he's gonna yeah. have he's gonna have both because Glalie has a mega. So. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's it's I think that's awesome. I mean, it's it's just freeing up opportunities just to bag space to free up bag space. I mean, I have probably now eight hundred slots free after these past four days wow. from this game. You know, with with the features that's been giving us. So and also the 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 trades as well too. The lucky friend trades. There's been three people so far that haven't been able to meet up locally. I, I mean, I love that feature. I mean, they still need to have another wave just making these long distance trades a lot easier, but it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I just, the, the features and everything that's going on, like the interaction, at least locally and then far away, I've been loving it. So yeah. I only play Go uh, Pokemon Go on my live streams. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so outside of that, I, I use my gotcha most of the time. Oh, that's that, I go, that, that's, I that's pretty common though. I, I'm, yeah. I'm somewhat yeah. even on community days. That's that's what I do sometimes. If I yeah. cannot prioritize community day over whatever else is going on in my life, I'll just put the gotcha on and, and figure it all out later. So it does really well. Yeah, it does really really well. I mean, it, it's 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 a lifesaver for sure. But it's funny because you actually mentioned that sometime earlier this week because one of the Twitch streamer viewers were getting at you as far as catching goes or something with the game. You're like, guys, I only play this on stream and that's about it. I forgot what it was exactly, but and I'm not even I'm not even surprised because I usually leave the gotcha on and just, you know, do whatever I need to do because, you know, life is life and there's other things we gotta <laughs> get done than play Pokemon <laughs> Go for twenty four seven. Yeah. I was gonna say that on on stream is when I get my first catch of the day. Uh, yes, so yes, that's what it was. Like, <laughs> yeah, people was like, "Oh, first catch of the day," and I was like, "Yeah, man, it's the first catch of the day." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we also have the New Year's event like we just talked about there. We'll run through this real quickly. I found I found it so odd. This event starts at 10 p.m., not 10 a.m. 10 p.m. on the 31st is when this event starts to January 4th. 
at 8 p.m. local time. Uh, in-game fireworks. Don't fucking care. Uh, <laughs> event bonuses. Two times catch start. No, sorry. Two times hatch stardust. Two times hatch candy. Half hatch distance. Niantic, you're not getting me with the incubators. It ain't happening. Yeah. All right. Costume Pokemon. Party hat Bulbasaur. Party hat Charmander. Party hat Squirtle. Party hat Radicate. Party hat Nidorino. Uh, New Year hat Pikachu. Oh, sorry. Pikachu, Pichu, and Raichu. 2020 glasses Slowpoke, 2021 glasses Slowbro. Oh, here's a new one. 2022 glasses Slow King. I didn't see that. I did not it's, see it's that. It's quote unquote new. I mean, okay, <laughs> okay. Party hat Gengar, New Year's hat Hoot Hoot. God, this is so <laughs> mouthy here. Party hat Wurmple and party hat Wobbuffet. Um, yeah, this like this event is just like man, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I don't I, I don't really have a, a positive or negative reaction to this event. This is kind of just, and this will go quick because it's only four days, but like uh, Trainer Tip said, for somebody like me who's been playing for five years, this event doesn't do anything for me. So, and I, listen, the, the, the themed and costume Pokemon that don't evolve, I don't care about. <laughs> I don't care about. I don't know why they've done that, why they've locked them to not being able to evolve. Um, it's, it's really annoying and I'm, I get that people play the game to catch and collect, but like, I'm like Daniel, I just want to battle. I just want to battle. And I, this is just not a relevant event for, for most of that. So yeah, I don't know if you guys have any feelings about it, but this is an event that I, we just got to get through, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I can't battle it, then I usually don't want it, but, uh, or don't really care for it. But I always, you know, if the, if the gotcha catches it, I keep it. Yeah, pretty much. Same way. Same way, too. I mean, it's. I think the way that I see it is that with this holiday event being so grandiose, in my opinion, or at least the way that I'm treating this event, I'm okay having this event being very lackluster because I, I just need sometimes a little bit of break in between from every event. I mean, I think I'll go crazy if every single event is something that's really, really exciting. And, and yeah, I'll just I'll go crazy. I don't know. I, I like yeah, the highs I, and the I, lows of life in a sense. <laughs> My last crazy event was when the when the shiny Perserker and Goon came out. That was the that was like summer, I believe, right? June or May or something like that. Yeah, and that, that was a hatch only, though, right? Yeah, so that was the last time I spent money in the game. And after that, it, when they released, when they, when we, we boycott Niantic, and then the whole community got together, which is awesome, by the way, guys. Kudos to everybody. But as soon as Niantic was at a chokehold, and they released that they're gonna fix everything, and they you know released that. Uh, that press release that they're gonna fix Go Battle League and everything, and of course they didn't. But but after that, that's when I was like, because the, what they did is they did a middle finger to us, you know, afterwards. <laughs> so uh, so I was like, all right, uh, this was the last time I spent money. But to go back to that event, I really enjoyed it because I really wanted a shiny obstacle. I did two hundred and fifty-seven raids and I got zero. Um, oh my god! And then, <laughs> yeah, and then it was in raids as well, shiny. And then and then and then and then I hatched two shinies back to back a week after. Uh, and wow. then, uh, anyways, and then for Perserker, I did 200 something as well, and I got zero. But uh, so I gave up on that one. I don't have that. But since then, I haven't spent a single dollar. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> That's like terrible RNG odds. 250 for two Pokemon, not just one. I mean, that's probably one of the highest I've ever heard. Because people usually complain around the 30, maybe 50 marker. I complain after three. <laughs> there was there was a Dr. Green Mustache on my stream, if you guys know him. Um, he also did, I think his number was 260-something when he finally got his first shiny goon. Unbelievable. Yeah, see, uh, I... 
Look, the shiny goon is cool as hell, but man, I'm not put. I'm not putting money in their pockets. I won't yep. do it. Yeah, <laughs> I won't do it. Well, well do Daniel it. and I are going to be hitting uh, best friends rather soon, so I, I got a shiny one for him to save when we get lucky Ooh. friends. So I'll do that. Wait, Berserker? Not Berserker. I have. Oh, Obstagen. you should see Daniel's face oh, right man. now. <laughs> we no, he's we can talking. see Daniel in the video. He was like, "Whoa, whoa!" I know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even have a shiny Berserker. But you know what? If I get one, I'll give it to Daniel. Daniel is wearing a Berserker shirt right now. Yeah, that's his heavy <laughs> yeah. damage shirt. That's 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 his one and only. I think what it was has it? a Z instead of see. It's a Z. On <laughs> I the, love on it. The, on I love love it yeah, yeah. great podcast material by the way no just kidding <laughs> it was we can see daniel on video here uh last bit of news is, and this came out right after our episode last week this is this is what happens on our show daniel is we want to have engaging content for people to listen to to start their week well niantic likes to release news on monday so it, it it's just a conflict of interest but um last week on monday niantic announced the 2022 january community day pokemon as Sfeel, we actually talked about this last week, what would uh, 2022 Pokemon look like? And Sfeel was on the list. Uh, it's going to get the exclusive moves, Powder Snow as the fast attack, and a brand new move in the game called Icicle Spear, which uh, people are saying it might be a Body Slam clone, I, I, I think. Uh, 60 damage in in terms of uh, raids and battles as well. We don't know the energy cost, I believe, yet, just yet. So, and you'll be getting uh, potentially a, was it Purple Wall Rain? Right? Yep, Purple, purple Wall Rain. So, um, I, I like it. I'm with it. And I think it's going to have a lot of PvP relevancy, right? We're seeing that Avalug is going to be very, uh, I think, prevalent in Master League. And I think that Wall Rain might have some more play maybe in Ultra League, especially in Premier Classic is what I've heard. But, uh, yeah, I think this is a cool Pokemon. I think it's... Uh, Something that is exciting. I think uh, October was Duskull and November was... What was November? Shinx. Shinx. Those were two Pokemon that just didn't uh, move the needle very much, so to say. And this one, I think it will. And I think it's going to have a lot of PvP relevancy. So I think people are very excited for this. Well, Celio is going to have a lot more play too because, I mean, people have been getting it for the shadow reasons. But uh, yeah, I think it's a cool, shiny, what's the Pokemon name? Walrin? Walrin, yeah. Walrin, yeah. I think he's going to have more play. A lot of people are contemplating if it's going to be a replacement for Lapras, and I don't think so. Uh, not 100%, but I think it's just very dependable on how you make up your team. But I think with the moves, uh, the new move set, it's going to have, it's falling in between not only Body Slam, but Weather Ball, the old, the OG Weather Ball, I guess, before it got buffed, nerfed, yeah. nerfed, nerfed I mean, yeah. um, and then uh, Ice Punch. So I think they're, they're guesstimating that 40 to 45 energy is going to be its ideal. Yeah, I've heard move. pretty close to a Body Slam clone in terms of yeah. the energy. So yeah, I, I, I like this. Um, I'm into it and uh, I'm glad because uh, Community Day is taking a hit. Uh, again, if you were playing in the first year of Community Day, you got Dratini, you got Beldum, you got Bagon, you got uh, Larvitar. I mean, you got some crazy pseudo-legendary Pokemon the first year of Community Days. And ever since, it's like, yeah, here's Beedrill. Here's uh, <laughs> here's Duskull, you know? It's like, uh, it's just not doing very much for me. So yeah, also three times catch XP. Incense activated will last for three hours. Lure, model, uh, lure modules will last for three hours. Um, so, uh, only would have been cooler if it was a three times Stardust event, but I'll take catch XP because listen, 
eventually they're going beyond level 50. It's happening. This this game's going to level 100, right? Are we on the same page here? This is eventually going to level 100? Well, I know Smash King is saying that's going to be over because he's he's already trying to add best buddy friends and get that XP way ahead of time. So, But th- this is going to level 100, right? I don't know if it's 100, at least 60. That's what the game goes so. to. That's what the game goes to, level 100, right, Daniel? Yes? Are you with yep. me, Daniel, on this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it will be. I mean, it will be 60. It will probably go in increments, just like they did at 40, 50, 60, 70. And then and let's hope. Let's hope you're not going to see Ozumaru in Masters League, though. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Well, eventually, they're going to have to have another league. If if the Pokemon yeah. CP keep raising 10 levels, you're going to have to have another league above Master yeah, League. In between there or something. Uh, what, what was that? In between their league for each one or something yes, to make yeah, it more yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah. The, the the little league will become the new ultra league. <laughs> oh well, God. the little league become the old great league if you're at uh, level one hundred. <laughs> right Maybe. at that point. Right. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I always wondered when the game started why I went to level forty. It never made sense because in the games you can get Pokemon to level one hundred. So, yeah. I, but I, I just I don't know. I can't even fathom how they're going to do that, right? Because to get a Pokemon to level 50 is a pain in the ass. And what what are they going to do after XL? Because you have to make it harder than what it is. To get a Pokemon from 40 to 50, right now, it's 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 a grind. So what are you going to yeah. have to do from 50 to 60? Like, what are they going to make Not you do? That. But I thought the goal is esports, right? So how the hell are they going to make Unless they're rental teams? How is this going to be compatible? And how, let's say, Ninja, who is into Pokemon Go, but not level 40 yet, how is he going to be able to compete, uh, you know, old, uh, if they announce the esports is launching? Because he's going to need like a year to catch up to if you're going up all level 50, yeah. especially, you know, with yeah. the Excels. Well, I think with XP, they'll just do the same thing they did from 40 to 50. It's like, well, here's a 10 uh, time XP event for every catch. That they can do very <laughs> easily. But when the Excel system came out, everyone's like, uh, it's going to take me 10 years to get this level 40 Groudon to level 50. Yep. So I, I just, I and you, Niantic always does a thing where they create a problem first and then create a solution for the problem they've already created. Let's just take XLs, for example. It was impossible to get a Pokemon to level 50, uh, yeah. especially a legendary Pokemon. Now it's much better than, than it used to be, but I, I just can't even fathom what they're going to do not 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 to get to level 100 but from 50 to 60 cuz that's that's got to be on the horizon maybe in the next year or two for this game so i was just going to say originally when the exos came out right for legendaries wasn't it like one a legendary would have cost us to like an iphone like a thousand dollars or something but yeah, it first yeah came if out. you wanted to if you <laughs> wanted to rate it yeah basically and you were not guaranteed XL candy when you first rated yeah. that that to me that should have been common sense Hey, here's a legendary Pokemon. You get one XL candy. That should have been common sense, but you know, far beyond Niantic to 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 use common sense in anything they do. Well, what about the extra rare candies? How come we don't get that during the raids and we get the regular rare candies? But I think the XL candies, even if we just only get one, I think we should still get one. And I would rate more honestly. If that was a thing, I would rate for it. Yeah, I uh, they could they could listen. I remember when they first had Poffins, right? Poffins, you could now you can yeah. get a Poffin in anything. 
You know, so eventually mm-hmm. I, I see that happening. And and look, watch. Watch what they're going to do. Oh, here's level 50 to 60. Now it costs 10 candies into one XL. You know, they're just going to piss us off. They're going to do something <laughs> to piss us off. Trust me. Trust me, it's coming. But back to the uh, original point here. I think this is a quality community day. Dom, I know you you agree. Daniel, are you like, do you play community days? Are you into this in January or what? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I love I love community days. Honestly, uh, I mean, I have wasn't able to for the past six months, but before that, we were hosting a huge cookout for each community day. So what I would do is uh, I would be cooking all day for like six hours. Last time we, we I cooked, what was it like a hundred and something burgers and uh, and uh, lots of steaks and chickens and all that kind of stuff for for all the community to come around. And I give my phone to somebody else to play the community day around while I'm cooking. So I always and of course have the gotcha on. But no, I'm really into community days because. I do like the Chinese. Uh, Shinx didn't really care for it. I just turned on my gotcha. But this one, uh, I can't wait uh, uh, to get it because it sounds good for a battle. All right. So I want to go and party with you in a community day eventually, Daniel. Can we make that happen? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the next one will be a big one because we're going to also have like an event with a live stream uh, because we're going to have... Uh, um, you guys know what Sustroming is? The who? Have you heard of it? What was it again? Sustroming. It's a fish? No. No. So what the it's, hell is it's that? from Sweden. So, okay. So it's illegal to open inside of a building because it's that stinky. Wow. It's the stinkiest food on, in the, in the world. If you Google it, videos come up as people open the, the can and everybody just pukes instantly. Oh. But, uh, it's expensive. So it's like one can, one like tuna can is a hundred bucks. But, uh, basically I'm going to have that because somebody paid me tons and tons of subs on the stream to eat that. So <gasps> what we're going to do is we're going to open it oh at the queue today and I'm going to eat it, of course, on live stream. And at the same time, we're going to make sushi out of it with lots of wasabi and rice. And we're going to have like a, the plate of it and we're going to serve it to the community as well. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know, And tofu is usually smells pretty bad, but to the point where you're throwing up, man. uh, No, this is really bad. This is the worst food. It's guaranteed. If you Google it, you will find all the info about it. It's literally, uh, sustroming is the worst smelling food. I I think the closest thing I've, and I'm not a big seafood eater at all. I think the closest thing I've had to make making me vomit uh, uh, like on contact or on smell is fermented shark. I've had some fermented <laughs> shark before. That was nasty. That was disgusting. Yep. But um, hearing whatever the hell you're calling it, it I, I have no interest in that at all. <laughs> I will watch you do it. I will watch you do it. But I, I don't know if I can partake in that. He's going to watch you from stream because he's not going to be like 10 feet away from yeah, you. Yeah, no way. Dude. I don't mess with seafood, man. Uh, I got a weak stomach. I have a really weak stomach, you know. I'm at the point where I go on, on like the... Uh, the Ferris wheel. My stomach is queasy. You know, I'm old, bro. <laughs> um, awesome. So yeah, we're gonna have to party with Daniel on one of these community days. Daniel, real quick, what is the uh, what is the best community day you've had where you've got you've played somewhere else besides your home? If you, if you have one, uh, like I wasn't home for the community day. Yeah, mean? like I I remember the first community day ever. It was Pikachu. I was in Seattle for a job interview, oh. and I was like. Fuck it. Let me go to this random park that's close by. And it was such a cool event. It was so cool. People were collecting canned foods uh, for the community. And it was this beautiful park and uh, garden that I got to check out. And I would have never have gone to that park or that garden if it wasn't for community day. Well, I didn't have that experience because when I first played, I didn't really know about the community days. So my first community day 
Uh, but it actually happened was Rhydon. I'm one of those guys that don't read anything in game and I turn off all the, not off the notifications <laughs> and I'm like, why the hell are they bothering me? I don't want to see your ads, Niantic. I'm like that, you know, just exit out. So I never knew there were like community days playing this game. And then I went into the park and, and while I'm walking, I'm like, oh, there's a Rhydon, cool. Oh, it's shiny, awesome. Oh. So I keep walking and another one, another one, another one. I'm like, oh my God, I got four shinies. This is awesome. And like 10 minutes later, why the hell are there so many Rhydons and where is the other Pokemon? <laughs> so that was my first experience. And I started transferring them without even evolving them with the with the oh, move because no. I was like, oh, I have so many, I don't need it. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what you played a lot of them in your in your neighborhoods at uh, where you live, basically? Yeah, in the park. I go to Al Lopez Park here in Tampa and there are tons of people there. There's uh, I believe uh, sixteen or eighteen uh gyms at that location that Whoa. you can uh, touch and see. Wow. Um, right next to the Buccaneer Stadium and, and there, and I caught, I got my rank one, uh, Talon Flame there, shiny. So Ooh. I'm excited for that one. All right. So it looks like we're going to have to go hang out with Daniel at this park because we don't have anything with 16 gyms. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty awesome. No, oh, damn. That sounds fun. That's awesome. All right. So, uh, I'll put that on my calendar. We'll, we'll do a community day with Daniel. That'll be fun. And he's not that far from us. So we can just cross the state and, uh, I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to be there for the fish thing, but uh, well, you, you'll cook me some burgers, <laughs> and I'll take your phone and catch you some of whatever is the February or or March or April, whatever community day. Um, but real quick, Daniel, on your channel, uh, you you talk about the future of Pokemon Go and its esport viability a lot. So just talk about that real quick, and and, and how you feel about the future of Pokemon Go and PvP uh, is headed. Yeah. So I feel like first we need to talk about a little bit uh, positive. Then negative, and then physics is positive again. You don't have uh, to do that. I think that's that's more <laughs> real. <laughs> so the positive is, I actually jumped into this game because when I I looked it up, uh, uh, when the Go Battle came out, I was like, this makes perfect sense. Why would not this be uh, uh, what you call esports? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I didn't know about the capabilities and I back then how bad they turning this game around, but uh, and ruining it with each update. But the point is. I think everybody remembers at this point of the time when Pogo King, uh, I mean, King Ivy and mm -hmm. Poké AK was battling it out in DC. And, uh, and, and, and that, that, that was like the start level of like Niantic trying to test in the waters if this should be competitive esports and all that. And, and that caught my attention. And I wasn't really looking at like the players on the stage and all the issues they had because that's given. I mean, look at League of Legends. The first tournaments were absolutely trash. They couldn't even finish the first one. They had to reschedule it and they sold tickets for thousands of people and uh, all that. Uh, but anyways, going back to this, the audience is what caught my attention because the audience was so engaged with it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's so easy to understand. It's very entertaining. The reaction of the players the, and the Pokemon and, and Switch, especially if they lower the Switch clock to like 45 seconds or 30 seconds, mm -hmm. the game is vivid. It goes like this. Uh, lots of people don't like it, but the game goes like this then. Um, and then, last but not least, with this esports potential, uh, there is esports betting. Uh, you can bet on games. Mm. And I was like, dude, uh, they could make so much money on this because one match is less than five minutes. So, wow. so if I could bet on King, going against Toe Tactical from home when they are battling it out for like the finals, I would put money on that match. That would be so awesome. And I think so many people would do the same. And I'm not trying to promote gambling here or anything like that. But uh, wow. but I think it would just relieve or or restart the interest in this game for so many people and they want to jump in. So that's that was the positive I wanted to start with. What do you guys uh, think? I, that's a fantastic point. 
about gambling and it's not that you're promoting you're just talking about it, it, it it's a thing now and it's going to be legal in fit in all 50 states pretty soon that's a that's a fantastic point i had never even considered because i i'm very well versed in the in the actual sports world i, I work at a sports radio station and you can i can open up my phone right now on a sports book and Pick whatever game is going on. There's a, there's a game going on right now as, as we're recording this, and I can pick who's going to score the next touchdown in the game. And you can do that for anything in the it, Oh, how many yards is this guy going to have? Who's going to win in the third quarter? You can bet on anything in, in sports. And I had never considered eSport gambling being a thing, and Daniel's a thousand percent right. The, the lucrative business that is gambling could be something that Niantic would benefit from to where they wouldn't need to rake and I rake let me <laughs> say that word every single player on on all these events and uh, it's a fantastic point by Daniel I'd never even thought of it and when you said the words esport gambling I was like holy shit I had never considered that that's a fantastic point well do uh what was it the twitch rivals that we had somewhat recently and we were talking about that during one of the episodes if they had that during one of the esport events Everyone gets a brand new account. Mm -hmm. You can go down to the point, like you're saying, who's going to get the first catch? Who's going to get, yep. you know, the yeah. first whatever yeah. Pokemon? Yeah. And, and you're every, talking about the event where they amazing. gave everybody an hour yeah. to go and grind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you can put that, you know, gambling aspect into it if you want to. I mean, wow. it, it make, that would make sense. I had never even thought of any of these like, things, I man. would think that would be more <laughs> competitive that way than, than anything else. And it gives a little bit more leeway because I was going to then come to the question of what about like the spoofers that everyone talks about and like the defit and everything else that rigs the game a little bit. Yeah. But I think in this case, like if everyone got a new phone, new account, right. go do this and you know, you get, you know, extra features to speed up the process. But yeah, 45 seconds, 30 seconds, switch clocks. Yeah, this thing. Yeah, that'd be crazy. My mind is blown right now. How did I not even can ever consider that? You know, as somebody, like I said, I'm, I'm doing a show or a radio show tomorrow and we'll be talking about, you know, the over-unders for Monday Night Football. And yet I never considered this for, for esports. Like, wow, damn, what a great point. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, give me the negative now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, the negative is obviously the elephant is in the room or however you say it in English. But, but what is this that, that of course, Han Niantic is lacking? Well, one is communication in Go Battle League. That, that's just still non-existent. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they keep putting out this blog post with no information whatsoever. It's just basically a blog post that are all about like, well, soon we will share more. That's, that's the best we get. Uh, and, uh, and it's all their main, main focus. And I, I know how, you know, it's, there's different sections of the company. So there's not everybody's Go Battle League, but Go Battle League is really lacking. And yet we are still, they still have the ambition on going on to become esports. So that's the negative and how bad it is. Of course, right now, the lag is worse than I think it ever been, including Toll Tactical, who, who said that, who has, who has probably the most uh, information posted to that non-issues page. Uh, he still has stuff that he posted two years ago and not taken care of. Yep. Um, and now, I, like I said, I think the game has been in, since I've been playing, I think it's in worst, worst phase right now. So, so that, I mean, like leading me to two different directions in a, in a meantime, I don't think, they, I want to talk about this in a minute after we finish up this esports part, but but I not, it, this is temporary. I feel like we're with this mm -hmm. mobile gaming and everything. Uh, and I will jump into one thing that I read from like a Niantic executive letter, like li like a year ago, and then we can like talk about it in a minute about the future of it. But as far as for esports, it was always on the table for them. Uh, and right now, like I said, currently the game makes people quit, 
and I also see less interest on it, and unfortunately, more interest in regular Pokemon Go plays, like you know, like catching shinies, raids, and all that. That's up actually because of all the new events that they are doing constantly, and new players coming in. But Go Battle League is—they're not sharing statistics, but just by based on the queue times uh, and people talking about it and all that, it seems like it's falling. So maybe that's why they're also not putting fire behind it. You know? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's like you said, there's just so much unknown there, right? We don't know. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they could be losing PvP interest, but we don't know because, like you said, there's not that kind of information out there. Mm-hmm. But also, I, I, I'm just racking my brain on how, right now, they don't make money off of PvP. Sure, people, if they need to raid or hatch a Pokemon or whatever, um, they, they will spend money that way. But, I, you know, their, their biggest revenue generators are events and community days and when they release a new pokemon raid locking it or whatever i think those are big revenue generating opportunities for niantic and i just i don't see right now how they make money off of pvp and maybe that's an opportunity where they're looking to address in the future but um it's i i look i agree with you but pvp is probably in the worst state it's been ever I, I and I I've said this to Dom before. I think that they they're they're fixing it because of the championship events, right? They can't have that look bad, but maybe yeah. maybe they can because they're Niantic. They've had things look bad before. Look at the first um, Go Fest; <laughs> it was a shit show, right? You know, yeah. and and they recovered from that. So you would think logically that they're working on it behind the scenes, but who the hell knows? Who who really knows? Because they don't, like you said, communicate with us effectively or at all. Yeah. One hundred percent. I just, I just think that uh, it just needs to be its own entity. Still, I mean, it's it, every, like you said, everything as far as the events, raids, and all that fun stuff is always going to go up because no one doesn't really care when it comes to PvP battles. You know, it, it is a shiny flex, but besides that, it's like I would rather have a better IV for certain situations than having a certain shiny where I'm not going to raid. You know, so many battles just to get that shiny. But yeah, they need to do something different just for the PVP aspect of everything. I mean, I mean, like I said, I mentioned before, I still think they need to have a separate app or entity as a whole and mm-hmm. everything else as far as the catching and collecting aspect of Pokemon needs to be its own thing and then just the battling aspect would be its own element in itself. And I don't know, maybe it would be cool that the whole thing that we were just talking about, the esports, like that can have its relevance. So then, you know, the battling app in itself can have its own revenue that it can focus on. And who knows, like if there's a way that they can migrate to the other games that they have for the Switch and everything, it'd be kind of cool. But yeah, they need to do something different because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, like the queue times at 2300 seems way too long already <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. Holiday Cup. And I mean, it's a great League Cup. It's not even like Ultra League or Masters. Right. So, you know, with the, if we want to talk about the, the money, like, like, and we keep saying, you know, we don't know the details behind the doors, but that's again, they don't communicate. But, what I want to bring up with this, the fix for the money and the PvP, yes, it doesn't bring anything in right now, but that's not the game's fault. I mean, the community is there if they would launch it. And also, if it goes to esports, I mean, just think about this for a second. Like, again, if it becomes a pro league, uh, I would be there watching Go Battle League and the league leading yep. up to it or the play, or if they would even have in playoffs right now. Why don't we have playoffs? This is the 10th season and we're still just like, what, pushing the leaderboard? I mean, I have no interest in that. Uh, I don't get anything if I'm first place, you know, besides like, here's a screenshot. All right. Awesome. You know, but uh, other than that, there is nothing at all whatsoever. So if, if there was like a playoffs and in-game rewards or whatever it is, 
there would be already something. And then now nah, let's just push it aside because that's a quick fix, I think. But if we bring back in the esports perspective, it dude, their attention is where the money is. And and it seems like Niantic does want attention. So if it was esports and everybody's talking about it and it's being broadcasted, I mean it's a winner winner chicken dinner, you know what I mean? There it is. There it, it is. It only took <laughs> almost an hour to hear the famous phrase <laughs> from Daniel's videos, winner, winner, chicken dinner. I think there, Daniel, it just matters what are their priorities. Because yeah, we, exactly. we've heard that their priorities are, what is it, AR, right? Well, that's the, yeah, at the end of the day, it's AR for other shit. But yeah. So if their priority is that and they don't really care about what they can make with the esports and the trouble with maintaining the servers and fixing their servers and getting better servers, that, that, that may be, they, they just don't care. We don't know. Because they keep talking about AR, AR, AR. We keep hearing about AR. And you would you would think logically, yes, PvP, eSport, that's where this is headed. But we just don't know. We have no clue because they, they keep things under wraps. Uh, so much so that, that something like this, which, which to it sounds like to Daniel, and it sounds like to anybody who plays PvP, would obviously be interested in... Uh, an esports, a league, a playoff system, a champion, a reward system. But I don't know. Like Daniel said, it's been 10 seasons. This is all, we're getting close to, I, I, I would estimate we're getting close to three years PvP. I may be wrong. We may be somewhere in after year two, but we may be getting close to three years of PvP and we have no news about Pokemon Go as an esport, which, you know, after two or three seasons, you could see the viability of P PvP being an esports. So it's just really where's Niantic's priorities, really. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what Daniel was talking about that since PvP started, because every episode you have from your third shields, that was like the main thing that you really want to get into is esports. So, I mean, it's it's always been there since day one. And yeah, we're I think we're going to get into our third year of PvP. And granted, I think the last couple seasons, they extended it. Uh, what was it from up to season six? It's been... Um, really, really short, and now it's you know three months, give or take. So, yeah, I mean, it's they definitely need to just change things up for sure. I mean, it's they they need to have stuff that just makes it more interesting, even in the in the local community sense of things. Like, have something where Niantic gives people representatives if they want to be the gym leaders and have their own mm -hmm. you know tournaments and they have their own prize money and stuff like that. That would be kind of cool. Um, and, and then broaden it to other things where that could be like the playoffs to the tournaments to the world champion and you can be the world champion uh, PvP battler and then that will be like your number one guy right there for the year and we'll move on to the next season. But yeah, there needs to be something more creative. I think they're just uh, pretty comfortable with what they're doing and ever since Heroes Niantic, it, it really shown their true colors as far as AR mapping is, is their true vision and and nothing else has been fixed besides the 80 kilometer change and one other or two other things that I don't even care for. Yep, exactly. It's unfortunately, uh, that's that's the thing that uh, it just not happened. And they're really pushing the, the people on the sideline, which one last thing I wanted to bring up is the exciting part again uh, about esports and PvP and Niantic and future is there might be a reason and they just keep pushing it around. For a good reason is because, and this is just, again, like I said, speculating and reading the executive letter from like a year ago and, and see who they hired, uh, what kind of people they hired. They hired tons of people from esports, uh, 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 entities. They hired, uh, an operating officer that has huge experience with esports and with AR glasses. And uh, they bought a company 
uh, that has the most, uh, uh, one of the best technology for AR glasses and all kind of stuff, uh, and all that. And all ties in together with little hints saying that they're all about PVP as well with these AR glasses. So then my next uh, question and thing that I get excited about is, is the Web3, which we know Metaverse, uh, which is coming eventually. And what I was thinking about that, that, and that's why Niantic was just way ahead of the curve with these glasses that we still haven't seen, but they've been working on it for now, I think two or three years. Uh, but, uh, but the glasses coming out that they're going to release is the same glasses that also uh, Apple is working on. So hmm. it's the same technology, not the same exact glasses. But, uh, but a point I'm trying to make is what if the reason why we have all this shit and never been fixed for the past three years? Uh, and maybe we get a, a temporary patch for these words and everything. But what if in the future, the PVP will be in the metaverse? So like you put on your glasses and I don't know how the battle would go out, like in the cartoon, like you're calling out the moves and that kind of stuff, if that's even going to happen or, or you just play it like, you know, you control it still like on your phone, but it's you seeing in front of you with the glasses on. And maybe that's why I don't know, but, but they definitely have the technology and they invest into it to able to take it to that level instead of just being it on our phone. Yeah, listen. What do you guys think? <laughs> uh, you have clearly put a lot of thought into this. Uh, that's for sure. And <laughs> and and it, I, I love that you're bringing it to the table here. It's I, I honestly I, I haven't really paid much attention to to what you're. I know. Listen, I'm I'm an Apple stockholder. I I'm definitely into what they're doing. I know about these glasses that he's talking about. If Niantic does something like like these glasses that you're talking about, or some kind of technology, and that's the reason why PvP hasn't really been been addressed, then cool, yeah, uh, I will apologize. I will, I will, <laughs> I will stand on the corner with a sign around my neck, with spaghetti <laughs> on my head and egg on my face, and I will apologize to Niantic. Do I see that happening? I don't know. I don't trust Niantic. I'm I'm a scorned lover, Daniel. All right. I've been playing this game since day one. And all Niantic has done to me over and over again is stick a giant middle finger in my face. Over yep. and over. They've taken away the ability to to earn in-game currency. That they've they've done several things that just rub me the wrong way. And the reason I continue to play this game is because I love the game Pokemon. I've played all the games, almost all the games in RPG format, and I've, I've done it ever since I was a kid, and it's, it's brought a lot of friendships, and this game has brought a lot of friendships and new opportunities, like Tom, who I met in GoFest during COVID, to to the forefront of my life, and I and I relish those opportunities. I like to travel and, and go play the game and, and talk to people and meet new people, even if I'll never see them again, and that's why I want to do this podcast, too, is just to you know have conversations and dialogue about this game and grow it. Do I see Niantic doing pulling something out of their hat like this? I don't know. I, I don't trust them, and I don't believe in them enough. I would love it if I was wrong, though. I'll tell you that. Because if, if, if they can make this game better and even more popular and even a bigger part of my life, I'm all for it. But do I trust this company for anything? Absolutely not. I don't trust them at all. And I, you know, that's just how I feel. I, I don't know if this technology is coming or if it's on the forefront. I'm all for it. And I, and I would be here to talk about it and promote it, but I just, I, I have learned my lesson with trying to believe in Niantic. Well, I think sure. that, um, that the metaverse is coming regardless. And it's just a matter of if you want to be a part of it and not. And I think it's interesting because we did talk about that one article a couple episodes ago mm -hmm. and, you know, Hanky being all sad about what, um, 
Zuckerberg's trying to do. But I mean, it, we're coming to that and I can see that element. And I think like the closest thing that I can sense to like what Daniel is talking about is having Legend Arceus, but in the metaverse. Okay. And you're going to have your own glasses. You can run around, catch, raid, do all you want. And maybe to the extent of what PVP may be is that you can interact with the person and if you want to battle them, you'll battle them. And maybe there might be a, a certain way of just either tapping like we're doing right now in PvP. And that's the way that's going to be. Or it's going to be like the way that we see it in the original game. Who knows? But I think I can see that happening. But I guess the true question is, is that would you want to really be part of this kind of worlds that Pokemon Go or Niantic has been wanting to create? Well, which well, is kind of weird because, you know, the fact of... I love this game more for for the battling. And that's mm -hmm. like what Daniel's saying. And I don't know if the metaverse thing is going to be, or anything of that nature is going to catch my interest because I want less entities or, or things, resources to not bother me when I play this game. Right now, like lag is the biggest thing. Like if they can fix lag, I'll love this game 10 times more. I and mean, that's like the common denominator. I don't want the metaverse for this very reason. So, but who knows? Like, well, I, I think also, and I, I know Daniel wants to jump in here. Is just when we go back to that article about Hanky and the metaverse, uh, in terms of what Zuckerberg was doing, is Hanky doesn't believe that you should be able to sit in a chair and live in a VR world, that you should be able to go out into the world and have AR experiences, but in the real world, which I think is the difference between the two there. So, how do they? How does Niantic and Hanky merge, you know, incoming technology with Pokemon Go? I don't know, but I don't see it as a scenario as you're sitting in your chair, you put on glasses, and you go into a world that doesn't really exist. I don't see that. Well, he, I think his problem is, you know, would be mainly is he already mapped out Earth with the Pokemon Go app. A bastard. And he has, yeah, and he <laughs> has tons and tons of uh, of companies uh, including Starbucks and all those, you know, invested into uh, the app itself and locations and sponsor gifts and all that crap. And and he is planning to continue to map it and sell data, you know, of course, to make money um, and all those things going down. So going into my new world that he has no basis at all whatsoever, of course, is not good for him. But the, but the only only thing that he already said this before, uh, before the metaverse was announced is, uh, is that his their idea was to at one point we filling up a stadium in person though you know mm -hmm. in person yeah. we fill up a full stadium like let's say the Buccaneers NFL stadium and then there's a battle going down there in the middle and you just put on your glasses and you can actually see the battle happening instead of having to look at a screen right so that was one thing that they were talking about it with uh, eventually wow. with these glasses wow this would be some pre I would say it's pretty some badass stuff right there man. I mean, <laughs> and I could be still on the phone, you know, you just see 3D in front of you or whatever. Right, right. Wow. I mean, I had net, I honestly, I hadn't put a lot of thought into this. And uh, I feel like this episode has entered mindfuck territory. <laughs> this is some good stuff, though, man. This is stuff that I, I hadn't really thought about, to be honest with you. And I'm glad that you, you brought it, you brought it up here and, and brought it to our attention. I mean, yeah. Uh, you seem like a Buccaneers fan, by the way, Daniel. Uh, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just live here. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm not a fan of anything, but uh, but of course, I cheer for them since I'm local. Uh, I do like the Tampa Bay uh, Patriots, you know, so it's they are pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I'll be honest with you, I hadn't put a lot of thought into the things that you're talking about, but it is uh, it's very interesting to think about, and and I don't know a lot of what goes on behind the scenes, but you know, I've I've tried to stay up to date with with this podcast and 
what what Hanky's been talking about or what Niantic's been into. And uh, man, I mean, if, if if they would present, but why why would they not? And let, you know, let's talk about this just for a few minutes here. Why would they not give us this kind of information? As to a reason why PvP is not a focus, right? Because that's a big problem in the community right now is that the community doesn't feel heard. They don't feel like they're they're cared for or that what they want matters. And all Niantic would have to say is, hey, listen, we're working on something big and we we really do hear you and you'll you'll understand soon. I don't know, something to the effect of that, as opposed to just we hear you. Thank you. Here's a dev diary every other month. Yeah, that has nothing about PvP. Correct. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if if what you're saying is true, why wouldn't they lead on to it at least a little bit as as like, hey, listen, we know PvP, there are things that need to be fixed, but we, we have something big in the works. Just, just be patient with us. Well, one thing could possibly be the reason is because I think about it, uh, who are the main players? of this game and and besides America, it's India, right? And China and all those places. Well, they are on board, but most people who play this game are not wealthy, I think, right? The, uh, just like the, mm. the player base. So if they would say that we are going to this future and you will have to buy this glass for $300 or whatever it is, like a new phone, then it might like rob the people the wrong way when they order robbing people with money left and right. You know, that's just one thing I was thinking. Right. But at the same time, let's just go back to the basis and can you please share something about the PvP itself? Like, not not in the next two years, but like, how about next week? Is it going to be better next week? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Where are we going? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I had and uh, it's, it's a good point about the investments in the game. So, you know, Daniel, I love that you came on this podcast and uh, just just shared some stuff that you wanted to talk about too. That's why we want to bring people like you and, and content creators and other people in the Pokemon Go community on the Go Battlecast is, you know, to talk about them, pick up, pick their brain a little bit, promote you as well, and also, you know, see see what it is. Because I feel it's, and I'm sure people get a good snapshot of you on Twitch, but it's harder um, on YouTube to, to, like, get to know Daniel Zaniri, right? So um, we love being able to, to bring people on the podcast. So, uh, you know, again, I know it was a, a difficult time of the year. It's the holidays, so we... Really appreciate you coming on. We are we're gonna go over to Tampa eventually. I might just surprise you, you know, because you told me what park you're at. So hey, Daniel, it's me, Zach. Um, and 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 eventually hang out with you. But uh, yeah, listen, man, you brought it great. We really appreciate it, and uh, we hope to do this again with you uh, someday in the future as well. Well, th- thank you so much for having me. I mean, I I love talking again. Uh, I sometimes I sound negative about the game, especially on live stream, but you know, but it's for the better. It's not for the worst. Uh, obviously, I keep coming back to it every day for a reason. Uh, I, I Again, I love the game, not Niantic. Uh, I hope eventually the two meets together and it will become better for a better good. And I just, I like just like you said, you're here for the community and you meet amazing people. Uh, same thing for me. I met you guys. I met very uh, lots of amazing people. And I really think, I still really think even today, with all the negative and all the crap going on in politics, not even in Pokemon Go, uh, at the same point, I still think that this uh, this has one of the best communities, you know, out there. So uh, I'm I'm still here, and I'm planning to be here. And thank you guys for you know having me on and share basically the the future of the game. Well, listen, you uh, can bring your negativity here because you'll never be more negative than me. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yes, yes, yes. Free to play, baby. Free to play. Until Joto tour. <laughs> 
<laughs> one raid a day. One raid. And that's why I have multiple accounts. I get the free raids on every account and then trade it to myself. So screw you, Niantic. <laughs> All right. Um, again, check out Daniel. Uh, you're pretty much on almost every social media platform. Uh, you're on Twitch, you're on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and I think it looks like you're on TikTok as well. Yep. And everything is the same. Daniel yeah. Zanieri. Daniel Zanieri. You are, as Ryan Swag says, you're the OG. You got the you got the original name on all your accounts. So you don't have to get Daniel <laughs> Zanieri 23. You got Daniel Zanieri. Uh, so again, and the last name is spelled Z-N-Y-R-I. I'm sorry, Z-N-Y-I-R-I. That's not your real last name, right? You said that's like a... a no, that a, is. That's my... The, so the Neary part is my last name, but the middle is a Z is my middle name, which is Zoltan. There you go. Zoltan. That's a badass middle name. Uh, Daniel Zanieri again check him out on Twitch every day 12 o'clock Monday through Friday I should say 12 o'clock um, every day on there and also on YouTube and Twitter as well Daniel, uh, Daniel really appreciate you taking the time to join us we'll talk to you soon alright thank you so much guys appreciate it alright also don't forget to go check out our Twitter page we have the poll up as to what I should nickname my Alolan Geodude the options Meatball the Dude and Harry Sachs and as of recording this of course, Harry Sachs is winning, so please go vote the dude. Please help me out. I don't want to name my Pokemon Harry Sachs and have to explain that to everyone over the history of the Go Battlecast podcast. So go to Twitter, at Go Battlecast. Check it out as well. Also, Dom, we're working on a couple things behind the scenes. We're working on a Patreon page. Uh, we'll have a lot of options for people out there all the way as low as uh, $1 to... I think Support it's, us. Yeah, I think it's somewhere up to $20. We'll have several tiers. And we're bringing a lot to the table in terms of that Patreon as well. So um, keep an eye out for that. We're working on some merch. It's taking a little bit longer than we want, but Dom and I are busy, busy bees. Uh, but we will get on that as well. But uh, And also we will make sure to continue to bring some of the best names in Pokemon Go content creation in the community as well. So uh, again, you know, we've had some great guests on Boy Ghost, uh, Ryan Swag, Fish on a Heater, and Daniel, and we're going to continue to keep doing this and doing this and making this uh, better. So uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Stay safe. Uh, Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you in 2022. Happy New Year, guys. 2022. Here we go. Thanks for catching an episode of Go Battlecast. To catch them all, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out Go Battlecast on Twitter to connect with Zach and Dom. We'll see you next time.